0: told me the truth even if it really hurt cause you knew what I was worth. When you let me borrow money that you didn't really have cause you knew what I was worth. When I was at my worst you would tell me I would blow when I thought that I would burst. told me how to help others and through that discover how to put myself first. And here we are again to confronting fears. Well, the pain you hit record? Yeah.
1: Mid- pers- What's up Cinema 7? Mario Bakari is back. That is me. Okay. In case you were wondering. I am hosting yet another episode. With a Cinema 7 co host, not both the co hosts, just one (laughs) co host. Me and John can't work together anymore,
0: and it's just (laughs) that's how it's gonna happen now. From now on,
1: (laughs) I'm with Chris Hawk, that's me, and today we're gonna talk about uh mostly Spider Man and uh the
0: the kitchen sink. We're talking about everything.
1: Oh, the the kitchen sink,
0: take it, kitchen sink. Mario, when you uh, when you combine this episode, are you just gonna get rid of the intro and just be like, "Oh, bye, John. Oh, hi,
1: Chris." (laughs) I could do that. That'd be funny, but uh, no, I think I'm just gonna make them two separate episodes. Okay. Yeah. But uh, what you been up to, Chris Hawk? Right now, um, it's been my. It's been a while. It's been since Spider Man. uh, (laughs) Far from far from home home, since we heard from you.
0: yeah, since since we've heard from Wah, uh, I've been <laughs> I've been laying low. Uh, us and the group have gotten back into magic. That's a uh, quite an endeavor.
1: Yeah, me and Chris, me and, uh, you're Chris
0: Hawk. Me and John have talked talked about it. Um, it's it's really fun. I think it's some another thing for our group to do that is not as. I mean, it's it's a hobby, and it can be expensive. But we try to make it yes. not be expensive, and yeah. um, as best as possible. Not expensive, but it's you know once you have it, you have it forever and you don't have to spend any money afterwards playing it together and I think that's a that's a good hobby once you have it, you have it for good and just like the other expensive hobbies that we have like Airsoft
1: and uh Warhammer
0: 40k 40k and D and d it can all get it can all get expansive and I think any you hobby think is expensive expansive hobby.
1: Yeah, why do we pick the super expansive ones? I don't know, why don't we just we should all pick up frisbee golf. Look, I've
0: <laughs> seen the dudes with their shirts off playing frisbee golf and those dudes are toy. All right? <laughs> I was I was driving by what was it? The courthouses or something like that and those there's dudes with shirts off. There was like co-ed. There was ladies there and they were killing it in frisbee golf. And I don't even you know say, how to play I don't know how that to play it. Toy. Point, and they were killing it. These dudes were like, these guys were ripped, and I'm pretty sure they got ripped from playing frisbee golf. Just throwing it. Just, just launching them discs. Huh. Right? Do they make a noise when they throw it? I wish. I, I hope it's like tennis. Like yeah. Serena Serena Williams got the iconic, you know? She got the iconic I can't even I can't even fake it. You know, yeah. I can't even you recreate can't do it. it. How do even try No, But like if I we all have to come up with our own Yeah! When we throw the disc, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm it's saying?
1: A, our own iconic yell,
0: yeah, our yeah. own. So what? What me and um, what I've been doing is uh, we've been trying to get rid of all of our debt that we have. It's mostly her debt, mm-hmm. but it became our debt when we got married. Exactly, that happens. Yeah, that's that happens. It happens. So right now we're paying off a big credit card, and we should be done by December, and that's when we should be able to look for a new house. And I did, I just graduated from my, my apprenticeship program. So now I'm a fully licensed journeyman electrician.
1: You got to come over and look at, the. Uh, absolutely hundred <laughs> percent. The sockets and stuff,
0: dude. Friends, friends don't pay. They, uh, <laughs> you just got, you just got to buy me beer.
1: Yeah. You know what I was talking about with John earlier? And I, I might take it out just so we can uh, put it in here. And, Cause I think it'd be funnier to hear your side of it, but where I'll keep it in. But, uh, I was telling John, I was thinking the other day, like, if the group of us, like, uh, obviously, if you listen to Cinema 7, Cinema Seven, you know me, John, and Chris, and, you know, we always talk about our group of friends, Joey, George, you know, John's brother, Nick, and, you know, all the alumni that come in and out of it. But uh, what if we all started, like, a, uh, a studio to make movies? Like, can you imagine that creative process?
0: It would be intense. And I think we'd have to actually go to school to learn how to make movies. I think (laughs) I think there's a lot more involved. No, we can. Well, they 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 say the best thing about making movies is to just make a movie. So I think that's the biggest thing we have to do, and we'll be small filmmakers. And I'll put it on my I'll put it in my card, my wallet, my uh, Rolodex. I'm all set. Kevin Smith. We'll be we'll be you know how there's like the Russo brothers, and then there's the. the other guys, the Duffer Brothers that make uh <laughs> yeah. whatever the whatever that show's called, uh, the Upside Down, Stranger whatever Things, called. whatever, whatever. And then you have um, Martin Scorsese, which he Scorsese, he's a lesion in and of itself because he's he's no not one person can just make all those great movies he makes, so it's got to be like a a you collection think he has of clones. Oh yeah, oh most deaf.
1: <laughs> most deaf. Okay, so you're saying six or seven people are going to be directing one movie. What are you talking about? That's how it, that's how it's been since he's he's started. Okay, I'm
0: talking about for us. Oh, for us? Yeah, seven people. That's a lot. I don't think all of us can direct though. John,
1: we John said that we would all have to pick roles for our strengths.
0: Look, if you just allow me to do the audio, the the, the VD, VDV, just let me do the VDV, and I'll set y'all up. The voice data video, I'll set us all up. Make sure we all have enough power. Everyone has a c in the trailers, yeah, and let me tell you, it's going to be a nice, comfortable studio. So you're saying you would do production. I would do acting coaching also i, I want okay I, I want I want to do that. I've always wanted to act, so I'll be an actor.
1: you know, a lot of these a lot of people listening to this episode or who might not have listened to us before or whatever, you know, new listeners or people who don't know who the hell we're ever talking about. I think that you should pick our roles right now.
0: All right, so John has got to be the executive producer. John's going to make sure that we have venues to distribute our movies. Make sure we are able to distribute our movie. He's going to be our guy that has connections. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. he's going to he's going to get the big the big uh, like we're going to be the big. It's because John John's going to do all that crazy yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. that I don't Is I don't he, know anything he about. Pick
1: set locations too.
0: See, I think that involves the director. And the executive producer, so that means Mar Bakari is going to be the director. Whoa, why me? Mari. why? Because you have an eye for things. Like, whenever we do, like, one of the, like, this is going to go into what, what, like, when we get in deeper to what the podcast means to us, but, like, whenever we review things, you always bring up things that are visual, and so that makes me go back and rewatch the movie from your point of view. So, like, you have a good eye, and sometimes, like, a big part of being a director is having a good eye. Okay. to make things work, and all that. So I think we start off with Mar Bakari, director. So then we need, then we need, then <laughs> what do we need? Writer. <laughs> we, need, we need a writer, and Nick Kinoki has been, he's been wanting to write. Yeah. You know, Nick Kinoki has wanted to write for his entire life, so we give Nick Kinoki the chance of a lifetime, and that's yeah. to write a screenplay, movie, and there's nothing harder than that.
1: And if it's not successful, first go around, he's fired. I'm sorry.
0: He's fired. Instantly fired. <laughs> There's no nepotism here. We have to make it look like we're yeah. not having him on for John Kenoki. We, uh, yeah. We'll yeah, have to sit yeah, him yeah.
1: down in a meeting. we be like, look, we know you're John's brother. And John will even be like, look, I know you're John's brother, but you're fired. <laughs> you're fired.
0: <laughs> Done. You're exiled. <laughs> yeah. Not even fired. You're exiled. You just can't work in movies we ever again. Yeah.
1: We made under $500,000. you are fired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, making under 500000 would be fantastic for an indie movie. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Those are lofty goals, there. <laughs> so Joey Hill has like a jack of all trades. I think Joey's fluid; he could be good at any role. But like, like a screenboard artist or a um, like a casting, like Joey has an eye for talent. So we could be like, Joey, you're our acting Cast- scout. Yeah, like you can find the talent for the movie. Joey's pretty gregarious; he could fit in with a crowd that you know. Like he can he can smooze up some people. Joey oh, yeah, can yeah, yeah. Shm- oh, He's yeah. a smoozer. He can smooze. He's a smooze. He can smooze. Just... <laughs> he can smooze. <laughs> All right. Even if Joey Joey's not he's not like you know Joey's not yeah, that type of person for sure. But Joey can, Joey can do it. What like, do we do for George? George George has got to be our muscle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> every <our> <laughs> every studio needs to be our muscle. But also, like, um, do you think he can be the muscle? Absolutely. Yeah. But we gotta find a, we gotta find a role for George and. I need to find out, like, what, what would what would George? So George, uh, there's a technical aspect. There's that you know repairs, set design. Yeah, yeah George yeah, yeah. could be part of set design. Lighting, lighting. Yeah, light, lighting. is one of the most. So uh, George could be part of that. Sound set design. Sound effects. The guys that make <laughs> do the sound. <laughs> Him and Tyler Hawk have got to do the sound effects. Oh
1: yeah! Oh yeah! The yeah,
0: yeah. Oh yeah. Editing. Uh, I think that's a, col- a collaborative process.
1: Okay. Okay. With all of us. Yeah. So is the score and the music. Hans Zimmer. That's, that's, who, that's who's doing our music. <laughs> I, think we, I, I think we could get <laughs> him. Easy. Yeah. Exactly. E- easy. It's easy. Easy now, peasy it, lemon now. Hans Zimmer squeezy. Now, now we just got to get everyone together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the same page, <laughs> on the same page, and and you just mm, 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 mm. it'd Man. be fun. How's the kids, Chris? Lock?
0: They're going to daycare, and uh, I think it's the best thing that's ever happened to him. Uh, Wyatt, Wyatt's a he thrive. he's thriving now. He used to be very, you know, very mama's boy. Uh, he used to be attached, and I don't think he's attached anymore because. Brittany was telling me today that he walked right in, gave, because my mom works at the day, at the, uh, it's not a daycare, it's a school. They call it a school. Um, he walks right in, you know, he's like, sees my mom, grandma, and he, he just throws his pass, he throws his bottle down and starts running in and playing. And uh, that was completely different than when he started. He started crying, like the instant. And it's, it's good for Evelyn because she's only played with her cousins. And like some few friends. Yeah. So it's good for her to be prepared for kindergarten.
1: Yeah, that's that's good.
0: And they're they're doing good. They're getting super big.
1: It's crazy. That's awesome. You know, I've uh I'll tell you what, putting together a portfolio when you <laughs> have to uh you know make things for it. Is a uh, project in itself. Did you end up doing stuff for Richard, or is that somebody else? Um, th- they never, they never answered me. Oh, yeah. So that stinks. That sucked. That sucked. But um, I- I'm starting to make. I I'm also s- I'm starting to make things for the portfolio. But I'm also trying to trying to make things for my Fiverr so I can, you know, c- become like a creator on there and then uh. Are you you selling your, um, your skills? I'm selling my skills. Ooh, get it. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, there's a lot I'm trying to do Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot going on for me. So I I knew,
0: I knew, I knew, I know old Mario would be like, wait a minute, you're selling your art. And then, like this Mario is like, you know, this is time and effort and like kind of heart and soul put into this, and it's not necessarily for me. So there, I therefore I could sell it.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, old Mario versus new Mario going on. You know.
0: Yeah i I don't I don't know if I have anything worth selling on Fiverr. So I, I don't I don't think no. I don't know if you know what I could. I'll do I'll other do speeches. I'll read your speeches. I'll, I'll, read, I'll read. You know what I can do? I can. I would. Um, what I do love is uh, I love editing, peer editing English papers. That was one of my favorite thing to do in college.
1: I know. Dude, remember when I wrote that? I tried to write a story and you edited it and you're like, OK, fuck this. Fuck that. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> You're like, this is shit. What is this? You got well, you you to say
0: all that, but you got to trim the <laughs> fat, bro. You got to trim, gotta the, trim fat. the fat. You're You're like, you said the same thing here, no then sense. you said th- you said just thing get there. Get right in the action. Get you right, gotta, right in the action. You got to make sure your <laughs> tenses are correct. I, I just, I, I love. I think I. It's not the. It's not the act of correcting. I think it's the act of reading someone else's work and then seeing what they're trying to do and then helping them put it in a better point of not a better point of view but a better um better way of saying it like i know when i write papers i have a voice and i ha- and i've had this certain voice since i found it and would happen to be like the last year of high school first year of uh community college and this this is how i wrote my papers yeah. forever now and then when i go to edit it i have to be careful not to change the paper like somebody else's paper to reflect my voice when it's their voice. Like I know uh, my mother-in-law, yeah. Brittany's, Brittany's mom, she would let me read her papers and I would help her edit her papers. And I would, I would have to be like, I would be like, change like a million things. I was like, Oh, I got to change this. This is this. And I was like, really, you only got to change a couple of things because I would, it would just, I would say things different than she would say things. And I, it's, it's fun like that. Cause you kind of challenge yourself to, Look how they're trying to say it.
1: I have typos galore on anything I type or write or whatever. I just don't understand. Do you not know how to use spell check? (laughs) (laughs) It's a a little button. It's a little button up there, Mara. I'll never forget. The first time... So I had to stay... I think it was middle school or high school. I had to stay after. And I think Sean has told this story. But the first time I met Sean... I forget what I was doing. Draw- I was doodling because it was like after school program or something. And I was just doodling. And he was like, oh, that's kind of cool, man. He's, and then he was talking to me. He's like, what are you here for? And I was like, I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read.
0: I, I just, I don't think you couldn't read. Maybe it just didn't interest you at the time.
1: Well, it's, you know, the more I think about it, the more, like, the way I mix up words is very interesting. In the way you, are you first,
0: dyslexic? Have you gotten yourself tested for that? I
1: never got tested, but I know that uh, it, it could be. Po- it's possible. <laughs> it's possible, especially with reading. So, so you might want to try.
0: You might want to yeah. be like, "Hey, is is there any way I can get tested for dyslexia or any type of reading comprehension?" I'm just you know, all dys- kinds of fucked I think, up i guess i think that i think that makes us wonderful though cuz you have t- you're that's why i think you like movies so much is cuz you don't like the written word as much you you delve into movies with the same enthusiasm that me and john go into books
1: yeah it's more visual yeah and uh i mean i do have a, a strong imagination so if i if i read more and got myself into it to pick up on those type of things i probably would have a great imagination to whatever's going on in the book. But, you know, I just am more of a visual person and a uh, sound type of person, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anything else going on in life, Chris Hawks?
0: Uh, in about two weeks, on the 18th, me and uh, Brittany are going to celebrate our five-year anver- year <sighs> wedding anniversary.
1: Congratulations, Chris Hawks. Thank you. How, how, if, so, being married to Brittany, Mm -hmm. obviously you guys, you know, mesh very well, you guys make it work, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, I've always felt like you guys complement each other, you know, so marriage is kind of like a perfect fit, and you guys are good partners, Mm -hmm. because that's what you need for marriage, you need to be partners in a way. Right, 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 it's 100% partners. Are there... (laughs) Are there pros and cons to marriage?
0: So, there definitely is um, pros. You, you live 100% with your best friend every day. And, yeah. like, 100%, I'm always, like, I may not text Brittany a lot, but she's always on my mind a lot. Like, what do we got to do tonight for dinner? You know, how I'm always asking her how she's doing during the day. And uh, it's always about emotional, physical. And like the spiritual support we both provide each other because, we, you know, we both are pretty spiritual in our faith, pretty strong in our faith. And we also go to the are pretty involved in our church that that also is kind of like another aspect. That's all the pros, like the regular like a regular marriage that anyone else has. The pros are always pretty much the same. It's always you don't have to do it alone. You know, yeah. you're you're going through life on it like me. We we're, we're Team Hawk. You know, it's me and it's not just our. Sometimes it is just me and Brittany versus the world and our kids, and you know, sometimes not everyone can help you, so
1: it's just Team Hawk. How do you guys keep your your individualism and your own like? Because uh, I know for some people, you know, obviously you have to also. How am I going to phrase this? Um, how do you still do stuff for yourself?
0: It's basically when I do things for myself, it's, it's kind of hanging out with you guys is my alone time. Yeah. You know, and doing what we do. But we also, I think it's like we could be in the same room and do two different things. Like I could be you know, looking up stuff on Reddit and she could be watching TV and she she's a big um cable TV watcher, but we don't have cable, so they watch the shows they had when she was living with her parents, and that's like Chuck and uh she loves she loves syndicated TV. She loves all the shows. Like she'll watch what did she just watch? She'll watch Heartland, which is a show about horses in Canada, and she'll finish it and then she'll rewatch it all over again because she likes it. And uh, she's a, she really is like an introvert. So there's not a lot of you know, she's not going out all the time. Yeah. You know, she so her her hobbies include reading and, you know, like the uh, the TV shows and of course the kids. That's not really a hobby, but it kind it kind of is because it takes up, you, it takes up a lot of time. But you definitely
1: have you definitely have to let each other still do your own things and, and uh, let each other like what your own stuff. Hundred percent.
0: Right? But uh, but I'm actually trying to get her involved in my hobbies because I, because I want her to see why I like it. Like I've been trying to get her to play yeah, magic well, that's, with
1: me. I feel like that's any relationship, like right. any any relationship, like um, while you're developing and still trying to understand each other, you want to like uh. <clears throat> When I was with Ronnie, we we were putting together a list and trying to watch each other's favorite things, mm-hmm. you know, like trying to to see because a lot of that, like, you get an idea. I feel like of not only the type of art and, and and things that they're into, but the type of storytelling and and that reflects onto you know their their insight on because then you can talk to them about it and get their insight and in how they how they see said piece. You know what I mean? Right, So that that's kind of cool to do it that way as well. So, I mean, it'd be kind of neat to see, like, especially with magic or, you know, or, uh, you know, whatever, you, you, you know, that to see someone like Brittany's perspective, she might not like it, but at least she'll just she like the
0: money I spend on it, of course.
1: Well, well yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I bet. Yeah, uh, there's there's always well, when right now we're living with her grandparents. And to help us out a little bit. And there's, of course, there's a close proximity. So we're not, technically, we're, we're really not doing a lot of things apart. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of, we're in close proximity to each other. Yeah. Almost 24-7. And we're, we're still able to have a reign of our individuality while also at the same time being together, but also not being together.
1: Yeah, I understand. Like,
0: doing things right next to each other simultaneously.
1: Okay. Because I'm not in a relationship right now, so I guess what I would ask is... It's kind of just turning into, like, a <laughs> relationship advice with Chris Hawk. <laughs> but, uh... What am I going to ask you? I mean, it's interesting. It's it's good to hear about Chris Hawk, and, and you know, it it's cool to talk about these things.
0: Um... It's definitely, uh, well, it's like, it's definitely not a, nothing's perfect. So, yeah, uh, we, we have, uh, there was a period of when Wyatt was born, there was a whole year's worth where we were, it was, it was like a very dark time for our relationship. And it was, it was, she had postpartum depression and I was, I was kind of, I was very selfish. And um, from my point of view, it was, like she wasn't giving me enough attention where, and then that caused it was like a um it fell in upon itself because she wasn't giving me attention. she drifted away, and I drifted away and the only the only thing to fix that would be for me to come back to the middle and say, let's start all over and be like this is this isn't what I want so yeah. we, so it happened for almost a year of and it didn't help that why it wasn't the easiest baby to take care of and i don't want to blame this on him because it was definitely not it. like he is a it's yeah, a part, I, I it's a part it's a part of the equation right i'm not going to yeah. blame it on him because this as a an adult i you know i wanted it was all about my feelings and i should have seen that it was about both of our feelings and wants and desires oh, yeah. because there was a long time where we didn't have any intimacy at all. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just now getting to a point where we're having, you know, we're spending a lot of time together and we're enjoying that time together. And, we're, you know, we're having a lot of fun doing different things we usually didn't do. Like, you know, we're playing more video games together. We're going out on probably not as much dates, but we're going on dates Oh, yeah. You know, we're, we're just like we're going on walks every night. And that's yeah. like something that we usually never do, never did. So it's it's almost like we had a second chance because, like, I, I'll tell you, like, it's, you know, there were times when Brittany didn't think we would last. That's tough. It was very tough.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I've dealt with the same thing in my last relationship where I've, you know, I grew. I mean, I've always had apparently, you know, I, I, now that I've no know, you know, of depression and anxiety more so. Uh, you know, and, and, you know, my last relationship with Ronnie, she definitely, you know, uh, suggested these things and because she went through a lot of it herself. But it's like when I look back on stuff, you know, I probably have had depression and anxiety for a long time. I, I think anxiety kind of rules all of us a little bit.
0: And I. Yeah. And, and it definitely can become a problem. And I know there with, you know, we both have ADD. I'm pretty sure we both do. Yeah. 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 And. There's something with ADD kids where it's called decision paralysis, and we have trouble making decisions. We have trouble picking new things, picking up new things.
1: Oh, dude, like, so, well, yeah, I I have trouble doing new things in general. Like, I was just telling John, like, I wanted to take up dance classes, and I, like, actively was- I know I was looking stuff up and that, like I was calling like I was going to go to places and stuff like that. And then, you know, obviously anxiety hits and you're like, do I really want to do I really want to I'm, go I'm gonna embarrass like myself? A, I'm going to look like a fool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, like last time, like was it the not this time in, when I went home, but the last time I went home, I did gymnastics or whatever or, or not. I didn't do it. I went and I uh, you went pro. You went pro. I went pro guys. I went pro, I went pro. <laughs> in the Olympics. Yeah. I did it. I did it. I went in for a night or whatever. And, you know, and I was telling John, I, I like, I, I think I'm an athletic type of person. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, you know, doing the flips and stuff was almost that, that was awesome. Like, I, I can do them. I don't do them perfectly. That's, you know, I'm not like, a, I think, per, you know, you think your wrestling background helped with that? I think so. I think so but I, you know I also did sports and stuff when I was a kid and mm-hmm. and stuff like that so I mean I've always had like an athletic affinity yeah I guess so so you know jumping and and you know the uh um and the flipping was definitely easier for me even though I wasn't perfect and I I could still improve cuz you know I nearly did a swanton bomb every time I did a flip. (laughs) (laughs) And the guy, and the one guy that was there was like, Hey, nice, nice catch. Catched yourself. And I was like, Oh yeah. Uh, I was, I was not trying. (laughs) I was not trying to, but like, I guess it, it, I, I, I don't know. (laughs) But, um, yeah, like you, you, like when I was with Ronnie I was I wanted to try different foods all the time. I wanted to take her to a different place. Same you know? same same same. You know like every time we went on a date and we you know we would occasionally go to like you know the same place or whatever but anyway like yeah like I, I completely understand cuz like uh back things you know uh being kind of selfish is like I'm getting wor- – like, like even though I'm not a very selfish person in the fact like you've told me this because I've asked you, all of you guys, to tell me what's one thing I need to work on. And it's taking time to myself mm-hmm. because I, I tend to s- spread myself out to people and try to help everyone. And I, sometimes I forget about myself or a lot of time I forget about myself. So I, I, I tried too hard – to put myself and be there for her. Mm -hmm. But in a way I was also like trying, in a way I was using that to. uh, It's it's almost
0: like if I, if I I was putting, I go ahead. It's almost like a big part of your relationship was emotional support for her. Because she was trying to pick herself up. And while it's not her fault, well, she didn't know that you needed some emotional, like, stimulus back. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, but also, I, I think that in, I was also, I, how can I say it? Like, I was kind of being a little selfish in the sense of, like, I kept thinking everything was me. You know what I mean? mm mm-hmm. Like when she was upset, I'd be like, what did I do? You know, or like in a way, I feel like that's putting myself in a situation. Like I'm I'm more important in that scenario than I, you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, I still kind of was like still thinking about me the entire time. So like if she got distant, I was like, you know, what you know, does she did she lose feelings for me? Did she, you know, like I'm freaking out. And then, you know, anxiety plays into that and and I can't
0: control it. Yeah. And it was like a feedback loop and anything
1: you tried to help actually made it worse. Exactly. And instead of, you know, because there was times when she told me, you know, what she needed and I was like so dead set on. I need to be there. I need to make her happy. I need to uh, figure out what's wrong. Because maybe it's me. Maybe it's something to do with me. And anxiety is like, maybe there's something else going on. You know, maybe what did I do? You know, I'm boring, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then and fucking all that shit in your head going on. <laughs> and, um, you know, it kind of uh, it affected it a lot. Because I uh, I didn't try to understand her side of it. I only understood what I saw. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like she would tell me, you know, this is why. And I'd be like, of course I know why I've been here. I know what upsets you. you tell me that all the time, but it's like, I didn't take the time to be like, okay, I need to take a step back and let her figure it out. I need to let her, uh, come to me when she needs me or, you know, cuz you know you still have that individualism when you're not like to living together or you know like you guys you guys right. are married or whatever so it's like you it's experience you know and I'm I'm definitely learning from it cuz I was just uh talking to somebody and it didn't really go anywhere i mean uh we didn't really do anything right you know, but it um, w- we had a talk about it, and it just didn't really. It nothing really happened. You know, it just. She's not really, she's not ready. You know, she right she's not. I guess not ready, but she's not like. I guess you know that's her word. She's not ready. She's um, there's a lot going on. So I took my experience from Ronnie, which you know I I still wish I could have applied it to that to you know that's one of the things like you think back you're like man if i would have you know had this knowledge then but you know that experience gave me that knowledge right and like you
0: instead of maybe hooking hooking onto that person you now can be like well i'll move on also
1: yeah Uh, yeah exactly and i and but i mean even though with ronnie i i obviously had stronger feelings for ronnie i loved ronnie i was in love with ronnie right You know, um, I was emotionally um and physically attached to Ronnie. With this girl, you know, I was starting to like her, but it wasn't really um it wasn't that type of thing as well. So but I was like, you know what, I understand where she's coming from. I'm gonna understand her. I'm gonna I'm going to not look too deeply into this and beat myself up for it because I mean, it was, it sucked. Were you, were you ready to, to jump back in? See, that's the thing. I'm not ready either because I, I still love Ronnie. Right. I am not over her. So it's, um, I so I can look at it and be like, I'm, I wasn't ready either. (laughs) But <laughs> how can we awkwardly transition this to Spider-Man Three? <laughs> <laughs> Who's back in Sony? He's back in our lives. He's it's back in like our lives. Yeah. Sony and Marvel
0: rekindled a relationship that was broken. <laughs> they they came to they came to an impasse and then they broke that impasse and they were yeah. like, "Look, let's get it on. We know what the people like. You give them the best shit, and we'll just." keep letting you use
1: our character which is some baloney they were going through something and then they worked it out they they worked it out they were on a break (laughs) well i know we're short on time and uh we talked about a lot of uh things already so i want to split this up into two episodes we'll get right back to it and part two uh, we'll talk about the Marvel and Sony. We'll talk about Star Wars uh, by, by Bob Iger, and we'll talk about George Lucas, and we'll uh, you know go into some things about uh, Rise of Skywalker, right? Rise of Skywalker. Uh, we'll talk about Disney and and Marvel and Star Wars and all that on part two of my discussion with Chris Hawk. Uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, one last piece of thing. I wanted to leave you guys with is since we talked about relationships and we talked about life in general, if you are with somebody, if you're in a committed relationship, uh, if you are just starting out and you really start to really like this person, if you're in a, you know, a relationship that has issues or anything, I'm not one to talk because I, uh, obviously I grew and I have experiences and I've learned from my experiences um, and we all grow through each, um, experience we, we have, but I'm no expert, but the only thing I would say is learn each other, develop to understand one another. And, uh, you gotta, you gotta trust, you, you uh, you gotta trust one another and, and just, you know, figure out how each other operates. Sometimes it doesn't always work. Sometimes. You can learn how to make it work if you truly, really love each other. But understanding is key. Chris take it away. So uh, at Cinema 7, we want to thank you always for
0: watching with us. We want to thank you for listening with us, and we want to thank you for exploring with us.